This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Wealth Puzzle. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Pennington. We're from the Lynn Group. We do retirement income planning. We help people with all those terrible things that they don't want to think about so that they don't succumb to perhaps the number one or number two fear of retirement, which is living too long and running out of money. So that's why we're here. That's why we're here to help. Um, I think Tana will attest as she hassles me every week that the show is not always solely about individual retirement planning. It is about, um, right. It's about we get off on talking crazy, <laughs> but look, honestly, I think the things we talk about yeah. Tana are relevant. Yeah. Very. You know, honestly, when you talk about politics, when you talk about economics, these are the things that drive people's individual decisions. It drives mm-hmm. their individual accounts. It drives the performance. All of these things impact you. Politics making social security law changes, politics making tax law changes. All right. of these things, guess what? At the end of the day, boil down to the individual. And so that's why we've been talking about it in the last couple of weeks. I'm looking at my picture. I'm like, I'm like slowly moving wires while I'm talking. I'm like, geez, did anyone clean this mess up before we got going? So look, um, for all of our podcast listeners, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're also making videos. You can go online. You yes. can watch these on YouTube. You can watch these on Rumble. We would encourage you to because we talk about a lot of things. We show a lot of charts mm-hmm. and pretty pictures. And you have the opportunity to see the resources that we're using by watching the show. So, Tana, how's life? It's good. Gotta yeah, it's, start there. It's rainy Tana here, life. but it's, it's, it's nice. It's Has your day. husband grown at all since I've seen him? <laughs> no. No, I cut back on feeding him. That way, I'm not. I'm not joking, everybody. We. I always joke. He's like. He seriously. They have. They have cutouts in their doorways. For um, no, we don't. No, he's not that big. The shape of the top of his head. (laughs) Whatever. He drives a big F two fifty. It looks like a Barbie car. (laughs) Well, he has a big personality too, so maybe that's that's part of it. Yeah, he's got a nice personality. Chris is a cool dude. Thank you. Anyways, down to business. We got a lot of quick things to talk about today. We're, um, you know, I don't even know where to begin. So I'm going to pop some stuff up. So for all of our viewers, you can see this on the show. So I thought I'd start this week. It's been a couple of weeks since we talked about any COVID related stuff. COVID is very interesting. Obviously, it's still out there. It's very real. But the power of the vaccine is too, right? It's real and it's out there and it's solving the problems. Just in the United mm-hmm. States, this, um, just a couple of days ago. From two weeks ago, daily average cases are down 30%. We're at an average of about 40,000 a day from 70,000 a day. What a huge move down. I was thrilled to see that. We had a little bit of bump kind of into April going into May, but everything has been softening out with daily average cases. I think that this is a huge manifestation of a lot of people got a shot in their arms. A lot of people Mm -hmm. have antibodies. Obviously, that's why we did all this stuff, and it Mm -hmm. seems to be doing the trick. Even daily mortalities, which is the whole reason of why we take vaccines and things is right. We want to lower hospitalizations. We want to lower people passing away. The daily average is down to about 600. Remember that peaked somewhere around four or 5,000 a day 
you know, just six months ago. So what an incredible improvement from where yeah. we've been. The reason I wanted to bring up the picture today, though, was a couple things. I don't know if anyone can see this in the upper right corner. I'm going to highlight it. If you know anybody that passed away from COVID after January 20th or last year, actually, I, I was like, God, that's really limited. But <laughs> no, it's last year. So if you've known anybody that passed away from COVID, FEMA has announced that they will reimburse up to $9,000 of COVID-related funeral expenses. So that's a very important resource because, mm -hmm. you know, um, unfortunately, funeral costs are, especially in California, very prohibitive. Mm -hmm. um, it's an expensive hobby to die. So if you know anybody, <clears throat> tell them to reach out to FEMA and that could be uh, very helpful to them. The other thing that Tana wanted me to point out, Tana, you know, she's like devil's advocate here, right? So it's always, you know, you got to get to the point. She right? wanted me to point out something that, that was actually very interesting. And it's down at the bottom. And this shows estimated U.S. COVID infections and deaths by age group. Remember, this has affected people in very different ways. And, you know, it's nice in California that we finally have our kids in school and things are kind of normalizing. But look at this. As of the mm -hmm. end of March, there was almost 27 million infections in kids under 18. Yet nationally, there was only 266 mm -hmm. deaths. That's like a thousandth of 1% mortality rate. Right. So, you know, I'm, like I said, I've got four kids, you know, under the age of 12. And so, you know, as a parent, you're very concerned. You're very mm -hmm. well. Obviously, we don't want our kids to get sick. We certainly don't want them to pass away. But fortunately, it hasn't had a huge impact on that age group. Um, I, you know, I look at that as a small hidden blessing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <clears throat> so there you go, Tana. I touched on it for you to make you happy. Thank you. <laughs> Irresponsible. <laughs> the, um, all right. What are we going to get into? This is the article you sent me uh, yesterday, which mm -hmm. was a good one, right? Yes. What do we got here? Uh, as the U.S. economy start, restarts from the pandemic, parts of it are severely broken. Now, this is a fascinating issue that we're starting to see. <clears throat> Obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's not a political thing necessarily, right? The, the presidents have changed in the last year. So we don't necessarily want to point a finger at any particular president. I think a lot of it could go down maybe to more governorships. <clears throat> Sorry, gosh, I'm like, I got like the frog in my throat all of a sudden. <clears throat> you take over. I'm going to get a drink. Well, your kids have gotten you sick. I could tell yesterday it was it was pretty bad, but you're you're sounding better today. Thank goodness. We just covered kids don't get sick, Tana. Don't start. Don't start freaking putting nails in the conversation. Right? Well, there's more out there than just COVID. So, no, that's yes. not true. There is. You know, it's a fun fact. I was about to kind of make a point about governors. Um, different governors have had different policies about reopening. It's been fascinating to follow the numbers, obviously, probably gets into a, a debate in and of itself. So Disneyland just opened a week or two ago. Oh, yeah. In Anaheim. It's probably a great time to go because I think they're only at 25 percent <laughs> occupancy, which yeah. you know, must be totally cool. Tana quiz. Any idea how long Disney World has been open? Any ideas? Now, where's it at? Disney World? Yeah. Florida. Florida. That's right. It's been open nine months. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, like think about the disparity there. We yeah. just opened last week, essentially. They've been okay. open nine months already. 
I mean, and to be fair to, you know, in defense of Disney World, they've had no meaningful issues, no meaningful outbreaks. They were very cautious. They had low mm-hmm. attendance. <clears throat> but it's fascinating because this kind of goes to what this article up on the screen is about. And that is we broke the supply chain by leaving parts of the supply chain broken too long. Right. Mm-hmm. Send everybody home. Stop yeah. making stuff. Stop right. using things. Everybody hide. And now all of a sudden we have major issues. I was just down by the uh, I was uh, car. Uh, gosh, I'm all excited, man. I was like, <laughs> I'm like stuttering. I'm like bouncing around. <laughs> So the other day, my wife had to do the the critically important thing of going to Costco. Um, you, you know, I got all these kids, man. You got to shop everywhere yeah. at Costco. I, and it's weird. Like I used to hassle her like in the old days. It's like, how do we only how do we spend 200 bucks every time we go to Costco? And then how do we spend three hundred dollars? You know, just gosh, it's so expensive. Yes. But to be fair, you know, we got to buy our food in bulk. So all the the animals at my house can eat it <laughs> and um anyways we get down to costco and it's super busy and so i'm like you know what i'm just gonna drop you off i had the kids in the car anyways you know it's just it's just such an event for us all to get out and go in and and and, and fight them and so i dropped my wife off and we're right there at the car lots and so i yeah i have to admit i do like myself a a, a nice car here and there yeah and so so we're just kind of buzzing around in the old minivan and I thought, let's just kind of troll through a couple car lots real quick and, and see what the action is. Dude, Tana, <laughs> you would think all the car lots were out of business there. You know, or the, the inventory you know, is low, right? It's so low. Normally yeah. in the old days, you go to a car lot and there's the cars can't even be parked in the spaces. There's so many cars are just stacked right? on top of each other. There's stuff everywhere. The car lots were empty. That is crazy. Dude, it was it was crazy, crazy. It was the weirdest thing. I, I stopped and, and, and some guy walks out, you know, hello, uh, what can I sell you? And I said, nothing, obviously. You have nothing to sell me. But what's going on? Is there something wrong? He's like, no, the chip shortage, the semiconductor yeah. shortage, the chips we use to make cars, we can't get them. Nobody's making cars, man. We don't have any cars. You want a car? Then yeah. you got you to gotta pick. You, you got to get that ugly colored one. That's the only thing we got left. Well, then that explains why I'm getting so many phone calls for wanting to purchase my used car. They want to buy it back. Buy used cars. Yeah. If you want to sell a used car, now is the time. I could probably get a lot more for it. You're right. It's crazy. So we should sell sell everything right now (laughs) and just, you know, we'll just live on hopes and dreams for a while. Good idea. And then when everything comes back to normal, we can buy it back. (laughs) The, um, no, so semiconductors really hurt in the car market, but really semiconductors are using a thousand different things. And that's why there's yeah. a shortage because right. everything has a computer in it now. Right. You try to buy lumber, packing materials. Mm-hmm. Here, this article you sent me gets into it, right? It shows some some pretty graphs, pretty graphs worth a thousand words. Well, here, this is probably the best place to start. 10 million jobs short is what this article is saying, that they need some people working. And that's part of the problem with the supply chain issue right. is they can't get enough people to come back to work in order to make the stuff they're lacking. And so in this beautiful picture on the people that are watching this on YouTube, whoops, that doesn't highlight. I tried. You kind of see on the right side of the graph, it shows labor force participation. And then COVID hits the beginning of last year. You see Mm -hmm. that crater. And then it's only back about halfway. 
So isn't it weird that a lot of states have opened up, a lot of restrictions mm-hmm. have been lifted, you can go back to work, employers are desperate to find people. Seriously, I yeah. just talked to, I'm not going to give names, I'm not going to give companies, but I've talked to a number of people in the last couple of weeks right. that have literally said this to me that I cannot find workers for my business. Right. Well, what do you mean you can't find and workers? And they're offering like <laughs> sign-on bonuses that they've never offered in the past. Like they've Dude, never yeah, gone McDonald's, that route. McDonald's, yeah. not locally, a McDonald's somewhere was offering $50 right? just to come in and fill out an application. Oh, wow. <laughs> and a free and a free Big Mac. Yeah, that is awesome. The um, You know, it's funny. I went to McDonald's the other day and I haven't been there in years. Now, I realize <laughs> that's very un-American to say. Um, but in years and I just was driving by and I was lonely and sad (laughs) and I just thought, you know what? I could go for one of them 20 piece chicken nuggets. I bet, I bet I could get through all those. And I did. Oh um, dear. That is disgusting. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever science they use to make stuff. It works. um, So you got to stay away. So in any case, um, semiconductors are a huge problem right now. Lumber is a huge problem. I mean, here, look at this graph, a surge of lumber prices since last year, right? All time highs going through the roof. Uh, try to buy a two by four. It costs you like $85 now. Just kidding. It's right. Like, it's like seven fifty. But, but this used was, to be $2. Yeah. And this was the year that I was going to have my husband redo our deck. So I'm actually very disappointed. That's funny you say that. I was thinking about <laughs> doing some stuff at my house. Right? And everyone I talked to is like, yeah. man, did, you, did you know if you want a, a faucet, it's $9,000 right now? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to find a faucet, different project faucet. for him. <laughs> Packing materials. Look at this chart. Boom, through the roof again. Everything mm-hmm. is going through the roof. Remember, so when you have supply chain issues and you have limited supplies, the demand is still there. People mm-hmm. still want stuff, right? And guess what? The price goes up. It's called inflation. Mm-hmm. This is the huge problem with the government printing a boatload of money and continuing to print a boatload of money, giving right. it to people. And now people still want their products. It's, it's driving the price up exponentially. And if I was to give a political statement, Tana, do you think inflation hurts low-income people more or high-income people? Uh, low-income. Low-income people. Yep. It's, a, it's an indirect tax on low-income right. people. People are getting destroyed. I just filled my car up yesterday because my mom scared me that the, uh, <laughs> you know, the 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 gas supply shortage was coming, and this is right? maybe '70s era around the block lines to get gas oh, in dear. your car, and so I put gas in my car. And I'm paying almost four sixty a yeah, gallon. Yeah, ouch. Chemicals. Look at that through the roof, everybody. Beautiful looking chart. Oh, this one's chlorine, actually, which is funny. Um, you know, chlorine. You got a pool, man. Good luck. You know, it's funny. I got one of these um soft tubs at, from the fair. You, did you ever see those? Tana? Oh, like, you did. Like the round. Ones. I did you years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't get it this year. They the, sold you one of those. <laughs> no, it's all, dude. It's the. It's like. I hate spending money. This is one of the greatest I, that's purchases why I'm so surprised. of I, all time. This is well. The only reason I did it was I have a, uh, at least three clients that have them, so I had okay. some good testimonials. Okay. And um, and it's it's great. It, it, it I've had it for I don't know three or four years. I've never okay. had a problem with it. I got to toss a little chlorine in it. Right. Obviously, can't afford chlorine anymore. So now I just I just toss. <laughs> I, I use my salt <laughs> grinder from Trader Joe's to see if that'll do it. Um, oh, that is so awesome. You get that pink Himalayan salt. You know, <laughs> the, 
yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm done with that. Anyways, back to the chlorine, right? It's going up in price, and everyone should get a soft tub at the fair. They're like oh, a third of the so price. Awesome. Um, without any water in it, weighs like sixty pounds. You could literally, you could literally cut it up with a razor knife and throw it away when you're sick of it. My kids uh, love it. Good I, to know. I had all my kids in it yesterday. It's oh, like, that it's is just, awesome. It's just like a, ba- a disgusting <laughs> bathtub, especially without the chlorine now. Oh, so anyways, we're seeing a huge supply chain issue. This is going to have some kind of rippling effects for mm-hmm. a while till things yep. normalize. I view this as a failure of the government, a failure of governors. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and why? You know, it goes back to the top of this article where it's talking about we don't have enough people working. Well, where is that top of the article? Here it is. We don't have enough people working. People aren't coming back fast enough. Once again, I deal with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I, I've heard this story a number of times in the last month where people say, I could go to work or I could not. And then there's this article. Yeah. This is another article Tana found. U.S. Chamber of Commerce. I don't. Have you ever heard of them, Tana? The Chamber of Commerce? Yes. Seems like a reasonably credible organization they deal with businesses Mm -hmm. they deal with employment i would assume they're credible i don't know uh u.s chamber of commerce blames weak jobs report on enhanced unemployment benefit Mm -hmm. kicks off lobbying effort so what is this about literally last week let's see where the number is if it's listed it should be listed on here i gotta do the scrolly madu here Anyways, it's in here somewhere. So I'm just going to tell you what the... Oh, there it is. It was in a different color. I wasn't looking. So last month, or um, last week, rather, the unemployment numbers came... Or excuse me, the employment... They were expecting a million jobs to be created in Mm -hmm. April. Only 266,000 were, right? A fraction. This was shocking because in the other article, what did we just show you? We need people. There's jobs available. Right. We need more people working. These these employers are looking for employees. They want to pay you to work. And what the Chamber of Commerce is saying, dude, we're over the hump. See, right. a year ago, the government shut everybody down. We needed all of these robust extra government benefits. The problem, though, is, is we don't need them anymore because all the jobs are there and things are open. We need the workers. And... And so what the Chamber of Commerce is saying is all of the extraordinary unemployment benefits are disincentivizing people to go to work. And, and like I said, I, there's a lot of mixed messages on this stuff, but I have literally experienced this. Yeah, I've had a I number agree. of clients come to me and say, I'm making good money doing nothing. Why would I go right. to work? They're just going to wait it out until September when it goes away. You know, in California, you could be making $750 a week. Right. Um, on unemployment. Now think about two adults in a household. That's fifteen hundred dollars a mm-hmm. week. Do the math on that, right? You're making good money. Um, you know, learning how to crochet on YouTube or whatever <laughs> you do. I don't know. What do people do at home? <laughs> I don't know. You I'm know so busy. I, I don't have time for that, unfortunately. Now you know what I do. The um, <laughs> crochet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, it's true. And I'm hearing that um states like Arkansas, Montana. Um, and even uh, South Carolina are saying that they're trying to um, get rid of the $300 per week extra benefit yeah. to get yeah. people back to work. Think about how weird that is. Yeah. You know, um, there, there's really a disconnect here because 
we taught people that, you know, not working hard was okay because it's conditioning, right? Some people have gone basically a year without working. Yeah. And they're comfortable there and they are really enjoying it. Right. Unfortunately, it causes a lot of, I think, problems. Well, this is a huge part of the supply chain issue. This is a huge part of the inflation issue. We need people getting mm-hmm. back and being productive and things like that. And and, and yeah. look, there are people that need help. Absolutely. Yes. But correct. there's a whole swath of people that are now officially yeah. just taking advantage of the situation. Right. You know, it's amazing about my clients that aren't working. I have a lot of them. They're literally their savings account is getting bigger. Like, they're making so much money. They're right. saving money. I mean, it's, and it's just all government money. It's crazy. Right. But the challenge is, is this is going to drive inflation, right? Because you can't just keep printing money, giving it to people, letting people chase the same goods because no one will go to work and make new goods for right. people to chase. And now all of a sudden inflation is higher. This is disproportionately challenging for low income folks. Mm-hmm. Um, here, I pulled the inflation chart, uh, historical inflation. Let's see what the average inflation was in, in 1914. 1.35%. That's pretty low. But look at this. 1917, it was 18%. Wow. It was hot. So, right. Inflation goes up and down, right? And so it's low right now. And it's been low for a number of years. But let me fast forward. I know this is a small chart. Most people can't see this even on the old YouTube. So they track it by monthly inflation measures. And then they do an annualized one. So... March, all of a sudden, inflation perked up quite a bit. This January is at 1.4. February, 1.6. All of a sudden, in March, it was 2.6. It reared its ugly eye. Now, they haven't reported on here what April is. It's going to be even higher. I think, what did you say, Tana? You Well, you by the end of it. year, yeah, they said it should be up to 3.6. 3.6. And so let's, yep. let's, let's, let's assume the average is 3.6 at the end of this year. Last year, it was 1.2, then 1.8. 2.4, 2. Yeah. 2.1. Uh, it was 0.12 in 15. Wow. The last time we had a 3 percenter was 2011, and it was just 3.1. The last time we had a 3.6, here's a 3.8 in 2008. So we're talking inflation we haven't mm-hmm. seen in 10 or 12 years. Yeah, good point. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. That's a zinger, right? That means my Costco trips... <laughs> Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, uh, we need everything's going like, to get more expensive. We all need to convert to being cats. <laughs> that way, we can eat grass. Like, why is our our cats they always outside eating? They don't eat they grass. Do. They're no, always they out there eating the grass or dogs. <laughs> we just—that's what we need to do. Is we need to convert to a grass diet. I have almost an unlimited supply at my house. <laughs> is it like wheat and grass? We can juice it. No, I wouldn't. That's not yeah. a good idea. <clears throat> Anyways. The point is there's a lot going on. These mm-hmm. things will have a direct impact on yes. you, right? Inflation will impact your ability on a fixed income in retirement to be able to deal with spending, be able to deal with income. Mm-hmm. What if taxes go up, right? There's a lot of things going on here. But this is the first time in many, many years that all of a sudden inflation is a real issue for mm-hmm. you. Anybody who has a retirement plan or certainly who does not, you need to talk to us. This is what we do. We build income plans. We look at the social security, the pension, the rental property, whatever's driving the income. We look at the individual assets and how those are going to drive income to you. We then adjust by tax liability. We then adjust by inflation risk. Mm -hmm. And everybody has inflation risk all of a sudden. This was not a strong conversation a couple of years ago. So it's something to think about. 
But well, I we definitely just... need to have a, that conversation. Maybe next week we should talk about the bond portfolios that are going to be really impacted by inflation. No, it's, uh, you know, that's boom. Tana nailed it. Tana's in charge of the show now, but you're totally <laughs> right. We should, we should next week. That's what yeah. we'll do. We'll have a conversation okay. specifically. If you're invested in the stock market or the bond market, what is this inflation going to do to you? Because guess what? It ugly. Yeah, it absolutely. Ugly. So <clears throat> if you don't know us, but you want to <laughs> feel free to call us 805-500-7035. You can visit our main website, the lindgroup.com. Lind is L Y N D. Um, if you do know us and certainly have questions and concerns about the show, about inflation, about the things going on in your retirement plans, once again, reach out to us. This is why we're here. We're here to help you guys. As always, Tana, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And we're going to wrap it up right here. And everybody have a great day. Mm-hmm.